Who do you work for, really? Each one of us has a calling. Have you heard this before? Your workplace is your mission field, wherever that may be. You either work for him or work against him, but you work for someone. Who do you really work for? Is it your clients, your boss, your family, yourself, or your Lord? This isn't a trick question. There is a right answer. You're either all in or all out. Are you for him? I am. In fact, I work for him. Hey, Jim, who do you work for? I work for him. I work for Jesus Christ. I want to be your let me introduce you to the host of the I Work For Him show, Jim Brangenberg. Welcome, welcome, welcome. You've tuned into the I Work For Him radio show with your host, Jim Brangenberg. Take a minute and listen. I Work For Him, is, it's not a program that you sign up for. It's a mentality. It's a way of living. It's a permanent shift in your Christ-following paradigm. It's a revolution that's happening in the workplace, and it's about bringing the kingdom of God into places where the kingdom is ignored. Keep in mind that your existence in your workplace, it's not by chance. It doesn't matter what you do or where you do it. Whether you're a pastor, a car mechanic, an attorney, a teacher, a mom, a used car salesperson, your work, it matters to God. And he expects you to be his representative in your workplace. And in your workplace, to recognize that that's your mission field. And in that mission field, you may be the only Jesus your coworkers and employees may ever meet. Now, I know you've heard me say this tons and tons of times, but every day we need to be reminded that going to work is not just to draw paychecks so we can buy groceries. Going to work every day is an opportunity to be a light for Christ. Each day on the I Work For Him show, we try to bring you the practical, the tactical, the factual, and the biblical ways to incorporate your faith into your workplace. I don't come to you as an expert. I don't come to you as somebody that's got this all figured out. I'm just one guy trying to live my life transparently so that you can maybe gain something in order to be an effective witness for Christ in your workplace. Our paradigm shift is described like this. Romans 12.2, don't copy the behavior and customs of this world, but let God transform you into a new person by changing the way you think. Welcome to the I Work Ram Zone. I hope you're never the same. Today we have a very special show, and of course, it's special not only because my wife is calling in from Nashville to talk about the latest and greatest in Christian books and video and music, but it's the last Tuesday show that we don't have a Wednesday show coming up next. Next week on the I Work For Him program, Martha, we go to four days a week, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday. What do you think about that, honey? That's very exciting. We're looking forward to it. <laughs> we look. We are looking forward to it. You yes. bet. Okay. All right. But but which means I need to cook dinner later every night. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it does. Yes, it does. Cooking dinner. By the way, I'm tired of eating chili. Now I made some chili on Thursday last week or Friday last week after you left, and I've eaten chili Friday and Sunday. <laughs> And tonight I'm going to have chili again. I'm ready. And no, I have not had frozen pizza at all. Well, I'm very proud of you. But I'm picking it up on my way home, so just in case you're wondering. Okay, so so here's the deal. Martha, you've been all week long in Nashville, way too long. You've been up in Nashville at the Christian Products Expo, CPE, put on by Months Marketing, which is none other than a Pinellas County corporation that's been around for decades, really highlighting Christian product and, and getting Christian books stores access to Christian product all in one little expo. And you've been in Murfreesboro, Tennessee at the Mar- is it a Marriott? No, it's a Embassy. 
Embassy Suites. No, Hilton. Yeah, Embassy. Well, what is it? I know it? where I am. Where have you been? <laughs> where have you been? Okay, so, you know, your, your verse for the week says, Take delight in the Lord, and He will give you the desires of your heart. How have you seen that play out this week as you've been talking with Christian book retail or Christian bookstore retailers all over the country, from all over the country at, at CPE this week? That's an interesting question because actually, you know, that's one of the things. Um, let me just set it up a little bit more so people understand. This is for independent retailers. So we're not talking the chains that have a big corporation that helps them do the things they do. These are the mom and pops and the small um, multi-store um, businesses that get together. They're part of a marketing group. Months helps us to um, look like a bigger store in both our advertising and in our purchasing. And then, um, so this is a place where all of those independents can come together and be a part of our industry together and feed off of each other. And um, I think that probably one of the things that coming together does for us as an industry is help us to delight in the things that God has called us to do. So definitely, um, you know, he does give us the desires of our heart when we come at this ministry with the right attitude. So you're talking independent Christian retailers all across the country. I mean, it's really from sea to shining sea, right? Don't you got people from California and people from New York? Yeah, Washington State and um, Virginia. Anybody but anybody from Alaska? No, and nobody from Hawaii either, but... uh, It's a long swim, that's for sure. Lots and lots. You know, that's why we're in Nashville, so people can fly in and out pretty easily. Oh, they don't swim there? Okay, all right. No. All right, so, you know, what I really want to highlight on today's show, I mean, as a Christian book, as a Christian retailer, I mean, in your bookstore, every week you're selling new books, greatest, you know, you're selling a lot of scriptures, you're selling a lot of music, you sell a lot of gifts, and I want to hear this week, I mean, you've been running a business now for this is your eighth year, you're running into people all day long the last five days that are running Christian bookstores across the country. What was the one thing that you kept hearing over and over again that Christian retailers are succeeding in? Are succeeding in? Um, Really still being that place that hands-on is with the customers and meets their needs. So many of the big box stores um, it's a. They can get the product. They can help people. You know, they can ring up a book and ring up their groceries and everything. But nobody's there helping them to find what they really need for their spiritual growth, or for um, somebody who they're buying something for that has a huge need. And um, really ministering in that moment, um, I think, is the thing that really is um, the success of the small retailer. Well, give me an example of that. I mean, you get people coming to your store all day long. You're open seven days a week. You're 2,400 square foot store located in the first, you know, center of the First Baptist Church of Indian Rocks. You're open seven days a week. Okay, so, but give me an example of that where you get, you get that touch factor. Well, um, for instance, somebody comes in and maybe they have um, somebody that they love who's passed away and they're coming in for a sympathy card and um, maybe they're going to go meet with the family or they, you know, just are, are struggling with that loss. And being able to do so much more than just sell them a greeting card, maybe show them um, a wonderful book by June Hunt that has to do with grief, or um, maybe it's for a wedding and really steering them towards, you know, a Bible for the couple. 
uh, those kinds of things, as well as, as the really deep hurts um, that we have resources for and that we can help them and even pray with them. We have the uh, very great blessing of being able to do that right in our stores. Hmm. That's pretty awesome. All right, when we come back from the break, I really want to talk about, I mean, we got some big topics we want to talk about. I want to talk about the authors that you got to meet this week. Yeah. You got to hear some fantastic speakers this week. You got to hear some decent music. I'm not sure, be, you know, stuff I love. Well, you got to hear Margaret Becker, though, didn't you? Yes. Okay, so you get to hear some great uh, music, and you got to see the latest, the greatest Left Behind, the new Left Behind movie with Nicolas Cage. That's right. Just, I mean, was it was it good? Oh, my word. Oh, don't say any more. We're going to get people to come back. we got to get people to come back. All right. So, you know, what's so, in Nashville today, how is the weather? Um, I believe I looked at my phone and it was like 72 and sunny and lower humidity than anything we've felt in Florida in a very long time. <laughs> yeah, that's that's rough. I, I'm sorry to hear this, you say that. It, it's you know it's been great while you've been gone to here though. We've had nothing but rain and 80. It's been fantastic. Oh, all right, that's lovely. Yeah, it is. All right. Martha, you've spent all week long and last weekend, and seems like most of last week, you've been in Nashville at the Christian Products Expo put on by Months Marketing right out of uh, Pinellas uh, County, Florida, really learning all about the latest and greatest in Christian materials, books, uh, speakers, music, video, gifts, shirts, all of that stuff. And I want to hear, just for everybody, I mean, you, you run a Christian bookstore, and, and you talked in the first segment about the opportunities that you get to minister each and every day. And, and we're not going to do a book highlight segment today. The whole show is all about what you've learned that you can bring back to Karis Christian Books and Gifts. What's the number one book that you got a copy of or saw a copy of or got it autographed that, that you think this is going to be the bestseller in 2015? What do you think? Well, um, oh, bestseller... That's a tough one because they, we just saw so many incredible products and so they all meet different uh, tastes and, and where people are at. But I think the thing I'm the most excited about that I think is going to just really blow this industry out of the water is the whole legacy um, collection that is coming out by um, Focus on the Family, our uh, Dr. Dobson, Ryan Dobson. Um, they are doing, uh, they have revamped and retaped a bunch of the videos that Dr. Dobson did back in the 70s, bringing up girls, bringing up boys, um, parenting, stuff for marriage, and put a whole series together that um, is, is what we needed to hear in the 70s. And Ryan, who is the son of Dr. James Dobson, who's working alongside of his dad now, um, they have, he saw the need to bring that back for his generation to uh, learn better skills in their marriage and in their parenting. So it's a whole series of videos with Bible studies and books and uh, resources to really challenge all of us to um, do this God's way. <laughs> well, And you said that when Ryan Dobson was introducing this this week, and first of all, you, you, that was great. It was great for me to realize, okay, Ryan Do Dobson is also growing up, because I remember Dr. Dobson back in the 80s talking about little Ryan Dobson. Ryan yeah. Dobson's now in his 40s, which I love that. So yeah, but he, he said it's so unfair that everybody knows pretty much all of his childhood, because it was all on the radio. <laughs> That's right, it was all on the radio. Great radio. Dobson in the 70s and 80s was at the top of his game. All right, That's so when right. Ryan was introducing us, he was drawing the parallels between the 70s and today from an economic and social uh, perspective. So talk about what he said. And yeah, why what he was, 
he was saying this was really so good because he was talking about how there were all these young families that um, were having lots of kids and raising them, and the interest rates were incredibly high then um, in the 20s, and gas prices were really high, and people were just trying to figure out how to do life in this crazy, hectic world that they called the 70s, and really that's where we're at today. So he was saying it the content is just as relevant now as it was then. Um, and that's why he, you know, it's amazing because Dr. Dobson is so well trained and educated and has done so much research that 40 years did not change the message. It did change the clothing, though. They show snippets from <laughs> the videos from the 70s, and it's quite fun to see it because uh, he's got the huge glasses and lapels and necktie and the whole bit. And and of course, he he had um, striped the, pants on in some of those videos, if I remember oh, correctly. Striped, pet, plaid, probably you name it. Now, I mean, isn't the reason behind that that stuff is just as applicable today as it was almost forty years ago? Is that it's all biblically based? Yes, very much so. And then you, like I said before, you add behind that that Doctor Doctor Dobson also has um, you know an education where he has studied our behaviors and things like that. So you add that to how him knowing and studying how God created us and how we respond and um, things like that, and that, that message doesn't change. So one of the other elements of that that I didn't talk about was that Ryan himself, Ryan Dobson, has written a book called Wanting to Believe, and that is releasing very soon, I believe. And um, it's about how he grew up knowing his parents' faith and knowing what he should believe, but then owning it, wanting to believe it for himself and to take personal responsibility for his relationship with Jesus Christ. So um, just a really solid, I was really impressed with him as a, um, as a speaker, and he's so, he admires his dad so much. And uh, he made a really great comment in um, his talk. He said, um, you know, when a doctor's kid gets sick, people don't quit going to the doctor. And when a dentist kid gets sick or has a um, cavity or something, they don't quit going to that dentist. But a lot of people gave his dad a hard time when there was rebellion in his own kids, in Ryan and um, Danae. And, and what he said is, you know, that was part of the growing up and owning our faith ourselves. We had to test it. And um, so I thought that was a really good point. And, uh, he, you know, they've turned out to be solid, solid leaders in this industry as well. Mm. well what I think is most fascinating uh, about that is that these guys, you know, focus on a family could easily have withered away and become nothing after all of these years. And they're, and they're going back. And, and Ryan Dobson, just like Franklin Graham, is taking over where his dad left off. And they're taking it to the next level, reaching this generation today. Not only the Generation Xers, the Wires, the millennials. I mean, they're they're out there trying to provide great materials, and and bringing materials like that into your Christian bookstore is going to help you drive traffic because that's really good stuff. It is, and there's been a great um, uh, producing of that between the film distributors and between um, Broadman and Holman, who did some of the books and the different publishers on that, and they've made that so that it's going to go right into our bookstores and. Uh, help resource people one DVD at a time. You know, they don't have to make a $300 investment in order to learn a little bit more to be a better parent. 
And they can do it with their friends. They can have small group studies and stuff like that. But if we don't keep moving on, we're not going to get to talk about everything I well, want to I talk about. Okay. Well, but, well, you're the one talking. All right. So here's the question for you, though. I mean, how soon are you going to have that, that Dobson series in your bookstore? Oh, no. See, that's an unfair question. I saw so no, much. No, it's not. Well, actually, I believe we already have the DVDs in the store, and many of the repackaged books, like Bringing Up Girls and Bringing Up Boys, I know that those are already in. I don't know that everything has released yet. Um, One of the exciting but hard things about a show like this is we see a lot of product that um, has future dates, you know, so, but I believe that we, I know we have the DVDs and several of the books in the store already. All right, so they could check out shopcharis.com, shop, C-H-A-R-I-S dot com. All right, so now I know you got a chance to see the new Left Behind movie with Nicolas Cage, but we're not going to talk about that now. I just want people to stay tuned (laughs) because you're going to get to do the critics review. You'll get to do the, the uh, Roper and Ebert, what was that, Ebert and Roper, what was, what was those guys' name? Oh, I don't know. Abbott and Costello. What what was it, Michael? Uh, Roger Ebert and um, what was the other guy's Ebert name? And Roper. Roper? Is Roper? that what it is? Oh, you have to look that one I up. I will look it up. All right, look that one up. Okay, so Martha, talk about authors that you got to meet that really made an impact in you. First of all, did you find any new great workplace ministry books coming out? You know, I scoured. I found a few that I that um, may be of interest to us. I'm anxious to get those copies in and take a look at them firsthand. None of those authors were there or anything, so those were just uh, individual titles. I was kind of perusing for you, trying to do a little research. Okay, so what so, so what authors did you meet this week? Okay, um, well, Cecil Murphy, who may be a familiar name to a lot of people, he wrote 90 Minutes in Heaven. He also wrote Ben Carson's Gifted Hands book, has a new book coming out that has to do, and I apologize, a lot of my books have already been put in a box, So, but he, um, it has to do with um, survive, a, a guy and his story of surviving um, sexual um, uh, dysfunction and somebody abusing him. And so really a, a subject that a lot of people need help and healing with, and Cecil has a real ministry for helping people be uh, to come to grips with maybe some hurt that's been on them in their past. And this particular book um, is about being enslaved in uh, sexual trafficking and um, the, somebody being pulled out of that and just the hope that's in that um, from the recovery. So Cecil Murphy, he's a great guy. Just uh, really enjoy him. Um, Cynthia Rupti, who's one of my favorite fiction authors, has a new book coming out called As Waters Gone By. She Now, she write chick books and she write everybody books. You know, some of both. Um, there's one that I... love I the way actually, you just accepted that premise. I that, know, I know. So I've heard that often from <laughs> you, but she writes um, just things that really, really impact. Um, where um, All My Belongings was a book she wrote this last year that I read that was about um, caregiving for somebody with uh, memory issues. So that really relates to everybody. And um, there's another title of hers that I was encouraged to go back and read, um, but she just deals with great issues that we all um, need to learn from. So that could be gender neutral. Of course, you might think the cover looks a little girly, but um, Philip Yancey did our devotions this morning. Philip Yancey. Now, Philip Yancey wrote a book that uh, uh, that I read 20 years ago, The Jesus I Never Knew. What a mm. powerful book. He's written some fantastic books. He, he attacks subjects that aren't just everyday kind of subjects. What, what's his yeah. latest book that he's coming well, out with? It's called Vanishing Grace, and it is just about um, 
really getting back to the basics of the gospel and um, where is grace in this world that we live in. And he is just, he's a dynamic speaker. He's very real. He's been um, really attacked by a lot of people just for, um, I think, how solid his faith has been, really, because I think that's when you get attacked the most is when people are maybe convicted by what you say. Um, What was really interesting about him was the fact that the night before, um, Tolian Tavigian, who is Billy Graham's grandson, spoke for us, and he has a book coming, or that's out, that's called One Way Love. Both of them talked about how we have gotten things so complicated, and we've gotten things so... um, I don't know, so distracted by a lot of things that we're forgetting what the gospel is really about and that um, the grace that we receive through Jesus Christ. So it was interesting because that was a real strong theme um, through many things, that um, we've been given a lot of grace and uh, what we're going to do with that. Hmm. Okay, so any you got 30 seconds left. Any other okay. great authors that you met? Um, a wonderful new one that I really am looking forward to reading his book is John Weiss, who is a pastor at Southland Christian Church in Kentucky, and he wrote a book called Jesus Prom, and his church has embraced the whole concept of um, caring for the widows and the and the, those the disabled and things like that, and they actually basically do a big prom party for those that are down and out instead of giving a party to your friends and family. We're talking with Martha Brangenberg. That's right, the one, the only, my bride. Over 28 years. She's up in Nashville this week at the Christian Products Expo, put on by Months Marketing, a Pinellas County, Florida company. She is gathered together with all of the independent Christian retailers across the country, well, all of them that decided to come. Martha, how many Christian retailers were there this week? Well, I believe there were about 150 stores represented, and there were about 90 vendors there showing us their um, product. All right, so I know a little bit later on in the show, I really want to hear your Siskel and Ebert perspective on the latest Left Behind. That's right, I had Siskel, or is uh, Ebert and Roper was the second one after Siskel died. But Uh Siskel and Ebert, you know, those two guys did the thumbs up, thumbs down. That's what I want to hear about the new Left Behind movie with Nicolas Cage, but you got to stay tuned, listening audience. We're not going to get there yet. All right, Martha, one of the things I want to know, Christmas is coming up. In fact, Thursday's show is three months till Christmas. And on that show, we're going to talk all about on Thursday... How are you going to be the light of Christ in your workplace, to your customers, to your vendors? With three months left, what's your plan? So what did you see? Was the latest, the greatest, the coolest gift to be giving away this upcoming Christmas season? Well, the reality is most of us for retail have already bought most of our Christmas product. Well, let's just be honest. Let's be honest with people. You bought this stuff in March. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. (laughs) But there are some late editions, so um, of course with uh, some of the trends, they always try to put in some things at the end that just kind of go along with the trends in fashion and home decor. So a lot of things with chalkboard look to them is really big right now, so even ornaments and um, mugs with the Christmas message that maybe you can count down how many days till Christmas or things like that right with the chalkboard. But um, one of the biggest things we're seeing with Christmas this year is the fact that um, people want to give and use gift items that are usable year-round. So honestly, probably across the board, I'm seeing less and less 
actual Christmassy type things, but more gift product that's just amazing to give as gifts this Christmas. So, um, so let's, highlight, those, let's highlight some of those gifts okay. then. Okay. Um, kitchen product, um, everything from spatulas and measuring spoons to pie plates, um, cutting boards, little ceramic bread pans. And remember, all of these are things that have scripture on them. So they coordinated So it kitchen. makes things taste better. It makes them taste better, and they look good when you leave them out, and they, you know, you finish that casserole dish, and there's a Bible verse at the bottom. So. <laughs> I don't know. Okay, now that just seems a little pushing it. Okay, okay. <laughs> well, actually, one of my favorite casserole dishes, I will tell you, when you get to the bottom, it actually has a message that says... Fill it back up again. No, it says, well, well should. yes, and to, and to pay it forward. It's like a pass-it-on plate. So somebody brings you a casserole or a cake... Um, because you're sick or you had a baby or you're just, you know, really busy, and then you make something and give it to somebody else. So it, that's a really neat concept because then you're paying it forward and passing it around and blessing somebody at the same time. So, I think we should give one of those to every one of the neighbors so we can okay. get food given back to us all year long. Especially when I'm out of town. So Especially you when you're out of town. Something other than chili. That's right. We should have announced it this week <laughs> so that people could have been feeding me. I'm starving to death. Another thing I'm really excited to get in is... Um, one of my companies that makes beautiful quality stuff has um, kind of embraced the whole idea. You know that cupcakes are a very big deal anymore. Every bakery has beautiful cupcakes, and they're the fancy things at all the parties. And they've made little miniature cake pedestal um, plates that have the little dome, and you can put one some of them you can put three cupcakes in and they have scripture on them again so that's an, a wonderfully um, practical but yet beautiful gift that when you have it out with your dessert on it waiting for dessert when you have friends come over or something that it truly does have scripture etched on it that um, very clearly you know shines some light on uh, your life we got to ask michael a question now michael at your wedding which is coming up in less than seven months do you guys have cupcakes on the menu is that what you guys are going to have or are you going to have regular wedding cake well we're still in the works on that one some sweet tasty treat for sure i never thought about cup- cupcakes as being an option to, to be honest with you so that might be in the mix well instead of having to cut the cake you can just take a muffin and shove it in your <laughs> bride to be's <laughs> face much easier a muffin or a cupcake excuse me you just shove it. i mean it's much easier to grab Martha just took the cake, though, that, that was cut and shoved it in my face. I sure did. It was her most violent act of our marriage <laughs> on the, in the very first hour. There you go. Uh, okay, so, but what, what, okay, so the, the, I like the casserole dish, which pass it on, fill me up, give it away. Uh, what's the coolest gift? The coolest, I mean, actually revolutionary, you know, edgy, kind of really cool gift that you saw. Okay. Well, this isn't Christmas. Is that okay? I'm it's it's fine. I don't care. Okay. We're, we're, because people can still a, give it away for Christmas, can't they? This is a they? line. Sure, sure. Okay. This is a line that um, Dayspring just came out with. Dayspring is my card company, which is a division of Hallmark. And they all of the uh, the cards have scripture on them. And um, they are a wonderful company to work with. And they just um, came out with a whole line of gifts and cards and stationery and bags, because you know I love all that stuff, that has to do specifically with caregiving. So um, notepads that you put by the bed when you're having to keep track of all the medicines that you take um, when you're caring for somebody, um, whether it's a, a short-term illness or a long-term illness. But they, they became aware of the fact that 
um, there's a real need. There's a lot of people sitting in hospital beds and sitting in rehab centers and sitting in, um, you know, nursing homes and things like that that need to be encouraged and cheered, uh, cheered up on a daily basis. So little cards, they're very colorful journals that help them to write down what they're going through. Um, I just, and I can't even tell you all the things that were in it, but I was so touched by it. And it wasn't just, oh, we need to fill this need. It was very, it's very thoughtful, little pillboxes and the whole gamut of when somebody has a chronic um, situation, a health issue that, you know, makes them not feel good and have to take a lot of medicines and things like that, that very purposefully walking alongside of them through this process and keeping scripture in front of them, little things they can hang up by their bed to remind them. They even have a line of um, greeting cards that when you open it, you cover the outside of a Kleenex box. It's the coolest thing ever. I don't get it. Somebody gives you a card, and then you pop it open. It becomes a four-sided little box that you slip over the top of your Kleenex box that says, I hope you get well, Jesus loves you, they're adorable. I know you can't. Clearly, a, clearly not on the top of my list. Okay. So, <laughs> <laughs> okay, I mean, it's cool. But did Dayspring come out with funny cards? Because part of the issue that I've got with the Christian oh. card industry is that when I want to give you a funny card for an anniversary, for the anniversary of our first kiss, or anniversary of our first date, or for your birthday, or whatever... They don't have good funny cards. I got to go to another store to get funny cards. Anybody coming out with great Christian funny cards, good clean humor cards? You know, we weren't shopping individual cards at this show, but I believe that they continue to get better and better. So keep on trying, baby. That you'll is, find, you'll find some good cards. That is not the answer I was looking for. Okay, oh, come so on, go m- with me. M- well, I have no choice. We married 28 <laughs> years ago. You're stuck with me, baby. <laughs> you are stuck with me. Okay, music. Latest, greatest. Who's the, who's the biggest name in music, Christian music, right now? Mm, wow. Oh, my goodness. Um, Ren Collective, any of the wow stuff, passion, a um, lot of worship music. Chris Tomlin. Uh, Jesus culture. I mean, there's just so much good stuff out there. Um, but can I tell them the highlight of yes, who I met? Yes, absolutely, week? absolutely. Oh. But it won't mean things to anybody if they're under 45. But. Oh, it was great. So Jim was joking that I actually got to hang out with old rockers this week. I got to meet John Schlitt, who was the lead singer of Petra back in the 80s. Um, the night that Jim and I got engaged, we went to a Petra concert. So, you um, had to go. You had to go. I know. I didn't know why that wouldn't be a good idea, but um, just imagine sitting in a rock concert and not being able to talk after, right after you get engaged, and that's what we experienced. She but, had to go. So I'm very excited because what John Schlitt did is he has created a Christmas album that he said he's wanted to do for decades and never had um, the ability to do it nor just the the right timing. And so he did a kickstart campaign and he actually um, was able to produce this CD, and this is one that is a premium for all of our month's stores. So everybody that was here, this is one that we will be promoting in our catalog at Christmas, and, and it will have a great price, and it's really good. I've already listened to it. So. Okay, but you also got to meet somebody from Whiteheart. I did, Billy Smiley. Who and Billy, was- now let's remind everybody, Whiteheart, Michael. They're 
right. That's right. Read the book. Don't wait for the movie. You got to meet the lead singer from Whiteheart who sung that song. That's right. And I told him about it. I said, we play your song every time we feature a book on the show. And he thought that was pretty great. So if people check out our Facebook page, they will see the post that I did with both of these guys. And the, I know living vicariously, you know, but it, it was a highlight for me because they both mean a lot to us. So. Absolutely. Okay, before before we go to our break, what's the most clever new t-shirt put out there by uh, Caruso? Oh, this is an interesting one. Um, I would have to say it's No Shave November. And it is a t-shirt um, for guys that has about 12 different styles of shaved mustaches and beards and all that stuff and and a portion of the money goes towards men's cancer issues just like we have the the ribbon campaigns for breast cancer in october in october no shave november um, they're really embracing that and a portion of every t-shirt that's sold will be going towards uh, research and development and things like that and so um it's really good and i asked several of the guys and and they were like yeah yeah, I think that's a really kind of a fun way to do it. So, and it was just little silhouettes. There's like there's no face. There, you'll just see like a handlebar mustache, and it'll say handlebar, and then it has all the different names of the different mustaches and cuts. And then the last one looks like Jesus, what we always in, you know envision that he might have looked like. The Polaroid, says, the Polaroid they took. Yeah, the Jesus. Polaroid that we have from several thousand years ago, and uh, it says King of Kings. So, and then it's got a great verse on it, and uh, so those are coming in. And there is a left behind T-shirt too, which I think. Oh, let's hold, hold, let's hold back on I, that. Now, I, I also know. heard rumor that the women are trying to get in on No Shave November. Is that true? Is that what I, oh. I heard? I heard that the women are trying to get a No Shave November. All right, Martha, you have been. I don't know if you noticed. Did you Did you hear the new uh, integrity moment we put on? Earlier. I did. Hey, that's that a new feat a new feature in the I Work for Him show. The Christian Chamber of Commerce is sponsoring an integrity moment. Every day we'll have a new integrity moment. Download it from integrityresources.org. And then also did you hear the new Oz Hillman ad? I did. It sounded great. Yeah, Oz Hillman sent that to me last night for uh, advertising the upcoming event from the Christian Chamber of Commerce coming up on October 17th. But I also would like our listeners, Martha, to go out and check out moving their insurance over to Most Insurance over there in Tampa, mostins.com. These guys have great companies. They, They have personal insurance, auto, home, life insurance, and small business insurance, actually medium business insurance, mostins.com. Check them out. Please tell them you appreciate them supporting the I Work For Him show. And also Jim Byers, our good faith home mortgage uh, guy. Jim Byers uh, got us a mortgage almost a decade ago. Fantastic job. Been a good friend for a long time. Please go out and check out his website and how to get a hold of him at goodfaithflfloridafl.com. Please let these guys know how much you appreciate them sponsoring the I Work For Him show. All right, Martha, we've been building it up. You got to see the new Nicolas Cage version of Left Behind. We did. We got to see a preview, and it was even introed by Jerry B. Jenkins. Okay, so so Jerry Jenkins wrote the Left Behind series starting in the mid-'90s, right? Him and Tim LaHaye. Tim LaHaye, it was his idea, and then Jerry B. Jenkins was the one who then put it on paper. Why do you keep saying B. Jenkins? Jerry B. Jenkins. That's what they say. Jerry B. Jenkins? (laughs) It just sounds kind of funny. Is he a rap artist? Jerry B. Jenkins. And LaHaye. Okay. All right. So, all right. So, was it a blockbuster? Was it really good? Thumbs up or thumbs down? It was really great. Two thumbs up. Two 
Thumb, wow, two thumbs up. Now, when will the the new Left Behind movie be hitting the theaters near us? Oh, that's horrible that you asked me that. I want to say October 3rd. Okay, well, Michael's going to look that up Michael, really quick. Look it up. He's going to me on that one. I didn't, I didn't write it down. There you go. Sorry. So that's just a couple weeks from now. Yes, it's coming very quickly. All right, so now there's been other Left Behind movies. There was one with our good buddy, well, I can't think of his name. Who did the last Left Behind movie? I don't know. The, the guy from uh, uh, Family Ties, or not Family Ties, from... Um, um, you mean Kirk Cameron? Yeah, Kirk Cameron. No. Okay. Well, oh, this one is... Thanks for that one. Thanks for making <laughs> me feel so much better. Well, this one takes it to, um, you know, a, a more modern um, place, and just some of the things that they are dealing with on the plane they wouldn't have been dealing with before, and, you know, cell phones or just different things, and um, it's... It's they've done it really well. Um, what was interesting is, of course, if anybody's read the book, which there are a dozen of them, a dozen. There's um, only a dozen, but the kid versions there were seventy teen, yeah, seventy five thousand of yeah, them. Yeah, there were close to a hundred, I believe. Left Behinds um, for Kids and the Left, Left Behind series kids, brought to you yes. by Karis Christian Books and Gifts. Thanks. So um, this movie literally only takes you through the first two chapters of the first book. Oh, but, so so I'm sensing. Potentially, oh, potentially, potentially, they, a series of movies coming up. Yes, but one of the the very first questions, of course, that you wonder, especially when the writer of the books is in the room, is how he felt about the liberties that they took, and and he was very happy with it. So, um, so even because he's like, you know, you got to do different things for screen, and you got to update it a little bit, and um, just overall, it was just amazing. I think quite a bit of the time I had my hands on my face and was on the edge of my chair. So even though you ultimately know what's going to happen, um, it was they did a great job of just building it up. There's a lot of big names in it. Um, besides um, the main character, you've got uh, Jordan Sparks in it. You've got... Oh, now Jordan um, Sparks from uh, American, Idol. American Idol fame. Yes. Um, and of course, I don't remember. You know me; I'm horrible with actors' names and stuff. But the big guy that was a football player in uh, Facing the Giants. Um, there's just a lot of different names that have gotten behind it, and I think that's what's exciting about it is that they, you can't watch that movie and not be changed. So even if it just gives you a renewed perspective of of um, where this world is headed and and things like that, but it just, of course, it's very very well done. Okay, so Left Behind with Nicolas Cage comes out into theaters locally near you on October the third, according to Mike Miracle. Ooh, I was right. You were right. And, and and get prepped on it by going to your local Christian bookstore and buying the whole series, the whole Left Behind series. You have that whole stocked up, Martha, at Christian Christian Bookstore. I Books will. I will. And then we have T-shirts and hats and things like that that really just um, help people to. You will think about it, and, and that will be a great promo for the movie, too. So I think that that one's going to be in the theaters for a while. So Well, I'm excited about it. I can't wait to go see it. So I guess we got a date. Oh, we already have a date night on October 3rd. We're going to the late movie that night. Well, here's the thing that I just want to say about movies in general and really encourage the listeners. Oh, yeah. Whenever they hear of a Christian movie that is opening in a theater anywhere near them, I just really encourage them to go on opening weekend because um, we got to hear from some experts in the field what an impact Christian movies are having in Hollywood. And Hollywood is paying attention. They're saying, wow, this is really a market that um, people want because we're buying tickets. And this year alone, like, you know, we're only 
almost the end of September. We, yes, there's the, three months left till Christmas. The, the Christian movie industry has brought in more money in this year than they did in the last 10 years combined. And not that we're looking for the money, but it that is how you speak to Hollywood. That is how they say, okay, people want more of these Christian films. Let's oh. put some money behind it and really produce some good things. So there are more new things coming up this next year. We're, as well. we're running out. We're running out of time. We're running out of time. Okay. So wait a minute. There's a num. The number five movie is coming out. Yes, the Kendrick Brothers in September of next year. There will be movie number five. Now, now they've written. They've done what movies? They've done Flywheel, Flywheel. Facing the Giant, Fireproof, Courageous. And now we don't know what this one's called. It's called so the it's number, number five, five movie. <laughs> movie number five. They will be revealing it, um, and it will be amazing, as they always just put so much into um, their movies that really impact our lives. Uh, we loved. We, we got to see Flywheel years and years ago. It was about a used car sales guy, which was awesome, because at that point in time, we owned a used car dealership in uh, in Minnesota. And then Facing the Giants, many people have seen that. Then the, uh, um, why am I drawing a blank? The next one. Uh Fireproof, Fireproof, what a great movie on marriage. And then Courageous, what a great movie on fatherhood. All right, listen, we've come to the end of another I Work For Him show. I've got to make sure people tune in Thursday. It's going to be an extremely unusual show on I Work For Him. Three months left till Christmas, and we're going to be focusing on how are you going to show your customers, your vendors, your employees, the light of Christ this Christmas season. All right, the I Work For Him show is all about purposely equipping vibrantly effective Christ followers in the workplace. And so I want you to ask yourself Are you a Christ follower? Have you taken that step in your life where you said, I am no longer, I I don't want to be the Lord of my own life. I keep screwing it up. I need a personal relationship with my Heavenly Father who's got a plan for me, and He wants to redeem me and restore me to where He intended me to be. If you want to know more about becoming a Christ follower, email me, jim at iworkforhim.com, jim at iworkforhim.com. We're Christ followers who own our own business, but ultimately, I work for Him.